Recently, uh, you know, I, I recorded. Uh, we had the Tiger uh, Showcase, the Stripes Tiger Showcase uh, this past Friday at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club, uh, and we recorded our sets, and uh, it, it came out good. The sounds good. Uh, the audience wasn't mic, so you could you could barely hear them, uh, but they were a good crowd. They were laughing. They were into it. Uh, and and it, the, there's only one mic. There's a mic that I was holding, and then that's it. So you don't really get a good proper crowd reaction as loud as uh, I would like. You know, I want to make sure that people understand that there was a sold-out crowd, uh, 50, 60 people, and uh, they were responding. It was a good time, and you could kind of hear them, you know, but uh, only when they really popped. But uh, I've been putting, I've been chopping up those clips. I've been posting them. I put up a five-minute clip on uh, the Babaco Accord YouTube page. Um, I did that because I've been applying to uh, uh, comedy festivals, and they asked for a five-minute clip. Um, you know, and I was happy how it came out. It looks good. Uh, the sound is clear as far as uh, my microphone and uh, the crowd was good, you know, so I, I chopped it up. I put up five minutes on the YouTube. You can check that out. Uh, and I've been chopping up clips and I like, posted them on social media. I'll, I'll break them down to like uh, one minute or 15 seconds. Uh, you know, rather if I'm putting them on the, the IG or if I'm putting them in the stories and I, I've been doing that and I, I haven't really, really seen like any kind of movement uh, of the needle, you know. Uh, I don't know how the algorithm work. I don't know if if I post if everybody's gonna see them, who sees them, um, if they if they muted me or if they just get lost in in the fold of all the social media posts. So don't really know what's going on with uh with all that, but I do apologize if it has been. Uh, really annoying. Uh, believe me, I'm annoyed by it uh, myself because I had to sit there and edit it and listen to it. And I was like, eh, "Is this this is garbage?" Uh, but I'm trying to promote. I'm trying to figure out a way to to get the name out there. And before I would do like those Friday night nights or those Saturday night nights, and what I would do with those clips on a, on a very grainy uh, video and. Uh, Audio is not that, all that good. I would just take out all my jokes and then just post the pop from the audience, you know. So I show like this is the reaction that I'm getting from people. You know, they're enjoying my what I, my jokes. They're enjoying my set. They're enjoying my act that much, and I'm just piecing together, you know, pretty much all the the laugh pops that happen. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if that's uh, if people are interested in that. Uh, I'm just trying to slice together like this is the the last per minute that I'm getting. These are the reactions that I've been getting. Um, 
and, and some people, you know, those get a good response. Like those get a lot of uh, a lot of plays, a lot of likes, a lot of reactions. Um, but I don't know, and because I didn't want to give away the jokes, you know, um, I don't have that much right now. I probably have a good solid thirty minutes, um, and that took me four years to do. That has taken me four years to do to get a good solid. 30 minutes. So I don't write as fast as I would like to, as as fast as I believe I should. And there's a lot of stuff that I've uh, written, uh, t- took notes on that I haven't put on stage yet. So there are things that I am working on that um, haven't, haven't been done on stage. But I think the reason why I've been posting so many of these clips, I'm pretty much giving it all away because I am trying to motivate myself to write more, to perform more, uh, to build on that 30 minutes that I've, that I've, that I have, uh, that I set out, um, or whatever. But man, it was a great weekend. Uh, well, it started off on Wednesday. I had a showcase on Wednesday at upstage, uh, small crowd, but the thing with that upstage is as a big place. I, I think upstage fits about like a hundred, a uh, hundred plus people, uh, more or less. And so, if ten people show up, it looks it, it looks empty. Uh, and they're doing a new showcase uh, on the on Wednesday nights. Uh, we were the first one to do it, uh, or the first showcase uh, to kick it off the uh, spotlight show, showcase, and uh, hosted that. Had fun. Everybody did good, you know. Uh, you know, uh, and then Friday. Friday, I was nervous. I was hosting that one as well. I was nervous. I was like, because you, you create these uh, event pages on Facebook, and you ask people, you know, you invite people. You're like, are you going? Mark if you're going or not. Let us know. RSVP, blah, blah, blah. And we had about nine people uh and some of those were the the comics that were on the show (laughs) uh put that they're going or put that they're interested in going you know nine and so i was like damn dude like is anybody gonna show up i was real nervous that we were gonna have a crowd uh but the the blind tiger has its own history it has its own you know people come out Regardless, people come out on on Friday nights for the eight o'clock shows, the ten o'clock shows, the midnight shows. You know, people support that room already. They may not know what show they're going to, but they're like, "Let's go to the Blind Tiger," and that's what seemed to happen on, on this past Friday. Man, we had to turn people away. We we pretty much quote unquote sold out. Uh, and the Blind Tiger, if you haven't been there, it's a it's a small intimate space. Uh, and I think we were set up for anywhere between, uh, 50 to 60 people. And, uh, and we wound up turning, turning people away, you know, by the, right when the show started, we're just like, uh, well, a little after the show started, we're like, we're all, we're at capacity, come back for the midnight show. And, uh, that was great, dude. So I, I feel it was it was pretty decent, you know. I, I have I feel like I have a good clip to submit. I've already submitted to two comedy festivals, and the thing about that man is like I try. I have 
I stay positive with stuff like that. And the the, the reason why I don't uh, apply to every comedy festival that's out there is because they charge. There's an there's an application fee. It's very rare that you will find one that doesn't have an application fee. Most of them have application fees. You know, uh, $40, $25, you know, $30, what have you. And you don't want, I don't want to feel like I'm throwing my money away, you know, but not all that apply will get accepted. It's just the gamble that you got to take. It's the risk you got to take. And, uh, I'm not I'm not worried about putting myself out there. I'm just worried about like, oh, am I just throwing this money away? But uh but that's that's part of it, man. That's just that's just part of it. It'll be cool to to get some comedy festivals under my belt, you know, add that to the bio. Uh travel, um perform in front of a whole different audience. You know, all that stuff. All that stuff is very exciting to me. And uh, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You know, um, I don't know if I'm going to be keep uh, applying to all these comedy festivals. I might do another one or two, but I just can't. I can't go crazy with it. But uh, at least I have a good clip to submit, or something a clip that I believe is good to uh, submit. And we'll just see what happens with that. You know. Uh, but I have been going crazy on the social medias. I'm trying to figure out because here's the thing. Uh, another comedian, a person that I respect, uh, pretty much called me out. Uh, not in a bad way, but just like, hey, dude, uh, I've seen you out. I've seen you out. I've seen you do your thing. You're funny. You're good at this. But your numbers, your social media numbers, I mean, you you need you need more. I don't understand why you don't have so many more numbers on social media. And I don't understand either. You know, I don't really know how it works. I, I try to do the, the hashtag. I try to put up stuff wherever I could. I have uh, videos on YouTube. I, I joined TikTok. I, I've... I, put stuff in the stories a hashtag i you know i i don't i don't have a and, and people are just good at this you know there's some people that are just like boom for instance davy jackson fucking great he's great at making uh tiktok videos uh funny content he's consistent you know and the numbers show you know he has the numbers to prove it you know but he's consistent. He's on there. He's making videos. He's, he's good at the editing and all that stuff. I do what I do, but I'm very, like, my knowledge of all this stuff is very limited. And I'm too lazy to read a book or watch a YouTube about how to, how to do this, how to get better at this and all that stuff. Uh, but he called me out. He's like, Dude, I, by the end of February, because right now I'm, like, sitting at, like, 685 or something like that. Uh, 687 and uh, he's like by the end of February you need to have at least you need, this this needs to be at 700 by the end of February and I mean there's I mean there's no like ultimatum he's like this or else you know so he's just trying to like put a fire into me and I was like dude I I am trying dude like uh, 
I didn't really put too much focus, you know, uh, on the social medias the first couple years that I was doing this because I wanted to work on getting just good. I wanted to write. I wanted to perform. I wanted to put it all together. And then he's like, and well, he's not the only one that told me this, but like, it's, it's, that's not the most important thing about this, this business, you know, bookers, you know, all that stuff. They want to see numbers. They want to see that, that, that people like you on, on the internet, that people like you on the socials, you know, they want to know that you have, they, they need to know what kind of numbers that you have. What do, what are you going to bring to the table? Are you going to put asses in the seats, you know? And my thing is, I wasn't worried about that. I was always worried as long as there's asses in the seats, they will be laughing. You know, that was my whole worry. That was my whole focus was like, I just want to get good enough so that I can make people laugh when they show up to the show. But now you need to get them to the show. How are you going to get these people to the show? You know, and I've I've seen it. I've seen people that just have like a good, solid online presence and their their act isn't that, that tight. It isn't that good. They're not bad. You know, they're still doing the thing. But, you know. I did the opposite because I was just so concerned about when I when I started this whole thing when I started doing comedy I figured that like uh, I looked at it as uh, in the musician sense in a band sense you know like I looked at it as learning how to play guitar which I don't know how to do but I would always be like starting like going to open mics writing all that stuff, that's me learning how to play guitar. That's me introducing myself to the chords. That's me trying to like understand the music theory and, and scales and whatever else you need to know to learn how to play guitar. Again, I don't play guitar. Uh, I could have said drums. I would have made more sense if I said drums. But I was a horrible... Now I'm going to switch to drums because uh, that's what I know about. But I was so bad at drums for the first five years you know i was just getting used to what does it sound like how does it feel when i hit this you know does it sound better if i knew how to tune drums did it sound better if i know how to you know uh hit them properly and keep a rhythm and learn a beat and play along to this song you know all this stuff it took me years to get to the decent drummer that I became. And that's how I approached comedy. You know, to me, going to open mics, doing writing, like, I'm just learning how to do this. I'm just focused on learning how to do this. And I, I think being, being in a band and, and, like, being, especially being a drummer, I think playing, knowing how to play drums kind of helped uh with all this stuff with with comedy you know because it's all about timing it's all about cadence it's all about rhythm there's i mean the writing's important as well but 
you could convince somebody to laugh at something if you say it in the formulaic way that it's supposed to be said, if that makes sense. And so I, I feel like I had like a kind of like a step up. I knew what it was like to be on stage. Yes, before I was behind a drum kit, behind other players. Uh, but I understood how the show needs to go type of thing. And learning how to play drums, I, that helped me understand pacing and timing and breaks and, you know, all that stuff. Patterns, you know. Like I did a show with this, this guy from from Killeen and uh, we were just talking afterwards and he's like, yeah, man, how long have you been doing it? And I was like, yeah, about four years. He's like, wow, dude, I would have I thought you were doing this for a long time. And I was like, well, I appreciate that. And I told him, well, I, you know, I, I I take a lot of this the stuff that I learned from being a musician, uh, and I and I apply it to this, because a lot of it can switch over. A lot of it does make sense, you know, in a, in, in some sort of way. But uh, but yeah, dude. So and I, and I going back to the guy that that called me out about my social media numbers. I know they're not good. But I mean, I I try, but I also don't really try too hard because I think trying hard and putting effort, uh, making it seem like you're putting in so much effort is lame. And it's not that I don't put effort into this stuff, but I want it to seem like it's effortless. You know, when you make something appear effortless, it's so much cooler looking than when like they see you try and they see you like look at me and then you get like no type of re reaction you're like well I, I wasn't even trying you know but uh i don't know man so i i, I gotta figure out a way to, to boost my numbers i did make little stickers that have my social media stuff on there uh i think i talked about this already but and i haven't even i gave out a couple i have 200 of them and i only gave out a couple because I just haven't had the opportunities to, to do it. Usually, like, if somebody comes up to me, if somebody comes up to me, like, after the show, and they'll say, like, oh, man, I really had fun, I really enjoyed your set and all that stuff, I'll say, oh, thank you, and I'll give them a sticker. Um, you know, the podcast stickers that I make. But now I made stickers with my own name and my own social media and my own uh, website, uh, com at your homie pet. Uh, to hand out but I haven't had those encounters uh, like before so we'll see what happens with that man we'll see what happens but yeah I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow the numbers I'm trying to do all that stuff uh, I'm hoping the clips catch on uh, you know I put them on TikTok I've put them on YouTube shorts and I've gotten good numbers on YouTube but I don't have, like, nobody finds sees me on YouTube and, like, says, oh, let me look him up on his Instagram or his Twitter or all that stuff, you know. So I'm getting views. I'm just not getting any reactions from the views, um, which isn't all that important. I don't know. We'll see. We're, it's got to do what I do. But I do want to say I, I will be taking a break from uh, posting any more clips on uh, social media. Uh, I mean, I'll still post like stuff and I'll still do like the Friday night acts because I'm not really giving anything away. But I feel like I've given up, uh, uh, not given up, but I've given away a lot of uh, 
of my jokes, you know. And I don't want people to like to come out and then hear the same thing that they saw online. You're like, why did I come out? I mean, I could have just watched that clip again. You know, I'm 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 adding, I'm building, building an act. You know. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I do. I will be starting uh, in March. I'm pretty stoked about this. In March, I will be starting a storytelling show. Uh, that's going to be the last. Friday of March, uh, starting the last Friday, or, or starting in March, it's the last Friday um, at 8 p.m., uh, and it's called X Lives. And what it's going to be, it's a storytelling show about uh, bad relationships, uh, bad things, bad ideas, bad choices bad situations uh things that you we put ourselves in and that were that kind of the past that haunts us but we still laugh about it type of thing uh x lives uh so i will be booking that soon booking producing and hosting that um which i'm pretty stoked about you know that's going to help me uh work on my storytelling um bits that i haven't really that i don't really go to or use on stage too much but i do want to you know there's a lot of things i want to put on stage that i haven't yet and i think this show will help me because it's just a storytelling show and obviously as comics we're gonna we're gonna punch it up we're gonna uh make the funny bring out the funny um to a story that that is uh is a bad story you know and i already have a few that i know that i want to work on or uh, for the shows and uh who knows maybe i might work out stories here uh see how they go give them a run by see what they sound like on a microphone or what what have you and uh so yeah that's going to be starting in march 2022 uh x lives uh 8 p.m at the blind tiger comedy club uh that's gonna be cool so the Spotify thing that's going on right now is it's so crazy. It does it does it's so crazy what's going on. Like so many bands and musicians are mad at Joe Rogan and they're taking their catalog off of Spotify. Which in the first place, if you had that option, you should have done that a long time ago because y'all bitch about well, nobody in particular, but Spotify is not a good thing for bands and musicians. They pay them percentages of pennies and apparently are all artists whoever if you have your stuff on spotify you're not making any money off of that stuff uh but it took this whole joe rogan uh uh neil young thing to waken everybody up and now bands are taking this stuff like i i don't know i'm i know of neil young i don't i don't listen to him on spotify you know Joni mitchell same thing but uh I know Failure took their catalog off of uh, Spotify, but their thing was because, you know, Spotify pays shit, which is, I mean, true. Yeah, yeah. If you don't believe in Spotify, if you don't feel it's fair, then more more power to you. Take your stuff off, off Spotify, you know. I believe musicians should be paid for their money, for their, for their art, for their music. Uh, and although I am... Uh, I have my podcast on Spotify and I do have a Spotify account and I love listening to Spotify. I completely understand why bands would want to take their stuff, their music that they're not getting any money off of 
off this platform, you know, but what sparked it is like Neil Young's like Joe Rogan is giving up misinformation and he's bad for his listeners and all that stuff. But here's the thing, man. People should be smart enough to know that Joe Rogan is a he's a comic and he's putting out ideas. There's other people that, that put on bullshit on Spotify. For instance, Pat Out of Hell Podcast. You know, I mean, I don't say nothing controversial, but I, there there are things, uh, very controversial things on Spotify. There's also music that has very controversial uh, themes. And they're on Spotify as well. But also, I understand why they're going after Joe Rogan. Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan's a big deal in the Spotify universe or whatever. But people should think on their own. And I guess they, there's a lot of people that don't. And that's where the danger lies. But And I'm not going to lie to you. I was uh, influenced by Joe Rogan to try Alpha Brain. Because he talked about it all the time. I think he is a, a you know, he's a co-owner or whatever. I bought off a brain a couple of times. It did nothing for my brain. Um, uh, truth be told, it kind of gave my wang a longer hang, which was like cool. But I was like, I really didn't buy this for that. I bought it because I thought it was going to uh, enhance my brain power. And it didn't. And it's like $50 a bottle. So I'm like, I mean, I kind of like that what it does, but it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. So I stopped taking it, you know. Uh, I, but I've also learned about vitamins that I'm currently taking from Joe Rogan podcast, but I'm not an anti-vaxxer like Joe Rogan comes off sometimes. Uh, and just cause Joe Rogan said something doesn't mean that I'm going to fucking do that. But the scary thing is there's a lot of people that, that do that. He's a celebrity and he talks smart. He knows a lot of smart people and he, you know, he's very popular right now. And some people just follow the leader because it's easier or whatever. I would respect No Young more if he took his his music catalog down because of the unfair uh, payout. But to say like he put it all, he gave Spotify ultimatum. If you take if you either take Joe Rogan down or you take my catalog down, and 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 Spotify is just like latest dude because Spotify doesn't care about the artists, musicians, whatever. They're a a app. They care about the customers. They care about the listeners. They care about the money. You know, so if you don't want to help Spotify get money then see ya and they let Neil Young and, and uh, whoever else wants to take their stuff they're, they're letting them walk out you know which I get you know whatever anyway that's my two cents I really don't know anything what I'm talking about but uh, everybody's talking about it so I thought I'd say something and uh, and then I did so uh, my calendar is pretty wide open right now. I I don't have anything uh, until February 17th. We are doing the uh, Big Clay show, the Big Clay benefit show for his wife and his newborn baby. And now that he's gone, I mean, there's a big void uh, that is that is left. You know, he was he was everybody's homie. Um, even if he didn't like you, he you know, he didn't let you know that, you know, he was very nice. 
he was he was there for me when I when I needed him. Um, he booked me for my first show back after my mom passed away, and he never stopped uh, checking in on me. You know, he would send me text messages or, or whatever, just checking in and and saying, "We need you to come out, man. I, I miss seeing you at the mics, and I hope you're doing okay and all this stuff." And and and, uh, and that meant a lot. That really meant a lot, you know. And uh, but uh, yeah, so we're doing this uh, benefit, this fundraiser on February seventeenth at Upstage. Uh, it's stacked lineup so many people because so many people want to be involved in the show because 100 percent of the proceeds go to big clay's family and we want to do something big for him because uh because he, he was just he just he was just that important to us so february 17th upstage comedy lounge come out we need to pack this place out sell it out all that stuff we want to see wall-to-wall people uh we'll be sharing stories and doing a comedy show and and just positive vibes for for our homie big clay you know um but that's february 17th mark your calendars make sure you come out for that that'll be awesome to see everybody out there um also this past weekend uh, i did the uh mustachio podcastio uh podcast uh, with my homie uh daniel segura uh we pretty much did a the rundown the movie rundown of the movie shaft with richard roundtree and uh that was fun that was a blast uh doing that watching that uh doing the podcast and uh drinking and hanging with a homie of mine uh so you could check that out also i got the sit down dude podcast that i co-host with my uh, with uh, my homie brendan potter uh we have two episodes out uh we're gonna keep going that's gonna be a weekly thing for us hopefully you know this whole schedule thing and and that's uh this podcast was like two years in the works and we we're just like fine we we're just like dude we just gotta sit down and fucking do this fucking podcast and we'll have fun with it uh so you can check that out at uh on spotify and uh itunes and google play um everything's at babacocore.com uh twitter instagram uh tiktok only fans at your homie pat and uh, that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening, for supporting the Pat Idaho podcast. And uh, we'll check you next time. All right. Hope you're doing good. Later. Uh, you know,